Welcome to Machine Learning. I'll be talking about a book called Mechanics of Force. We're going to set the, the basis of what a cork twister is. It's important to understand the mechanics of force because of natural force because it does not rely on the Higgs-Bonson field. It relies on the Borla-Gagrino energy flow that's moving through the universe and lines up with the electric universe theory. Okay, an up quark charge denoted by U equals two-thirds and a downward quark charge D equals uh, minus one-third. An up quark equals four up quark charges. So if I take one-sixth plus one-sixth plus one-sixth plus one-sixth, that's four-sixths, which reduce, reduces down to two-thirds, which is the same as an up quark. So one up quark equals four quark twisters. A downward quark equals two downward quark twister pumps, uh, each with a minus one-sixth charge. So minus one-sixth times two would reduce to minus one-third. So two downward quark twister pumps equals one downward quark. The upward quark charge flow upward and the downward quark charges flows downward. So those are the general directions. Upward quark charge flows upward and the downward quark charge flows downward. Okay, upward quark bonds with adjacent downward quarks. So we know that a proton is two ups, UU, D, and that has a positive charge. So if I add two-thirds plus two-thirds, that would give me uh, four-thirds minus the um, one-third for the downward charge. So that creates a positive charge. The quark bonds create Borg-Garino flows. Okay, so the Borg-Garino flow um, is occurring between the quark bonds. The quark twister pumps are quanta of high frequency gamma ray energy trapped in a closed root loop. And that's, uh, so by definition, that's what the quark twisters are. And remember that four quark twisters equals one up quark. And two um, downward quark twisters, pumps, equals one down quark. Encapsulating the Borgarino creates drag when the external Borgarino flows through them. The drag creates the effects of inertia or the mass of the matter. This is different because the Higgs-Bonson says that the Bonson, um, the Higgs-Bonson particle vibrates within interacting with the Higgs field and creates mass. According to the quark mechanical definition, the Borgarino energy flow, which is um, high frequency gamma ray in energy trapped in a closed loop, that is creating a drag. So the encapsulated Borgarino 
created drag when the external borderline flows through them. The drag creates the effect of inertia or mass of matter. So that's an interesting idea because that would suggest that inertia and the mass of matter are a form of energy. And that may explain some of the um, properties of matter that are difficult to explain. Like, for example, the matter, mass of a comet. Okay, moving forward. Energy propagates through the Borgerino medium and different energy ways interpolate in shared space. Okay, so now we're going to talk about baryons. Now, baryons are your um, proton and neutrons. They make up the atom. A baryon is UUD, so you get two-thirds plus minus one-third plus two-thirds equals one plus the Borgerino flow. And remember, the Borgerino flow is between the um, bonds of the quarks. The resulting proton vortex pump is one-sixth plus one-sixth plus one-sixth plus one-sixth minus one-sixth plus one-sixth plus one-sixth plus one-sixth, which equals one. Okay, if we look at the uh, baryon UU, uh, excuse me, Baryon UDD, so we have an up quark and two down quarks, we create the neutron. Minus one-third plus two-thirds minus one-third equals zero. So how does the neutron doesn't have a charge. So if we look then at the resulting um, neutron vortex pump, we get minus one-sixth, plus minus one six plus one six plus one six plus one six plus minus one six plus one six plus minus one six which equals zero. Again, going back to those original definitions of those vortex twisters for the up quark and the vortex twisters for the down quark, we can see that they produce the same charge. The proton, proton twister is the dynamic structure driving the strong force proton. It's fascinating that now we can explain the forces on the atom in terms of quarks and the forces that are holding the quarks together. So the strong force proton equals two up quarks plus one down quark plus the Borlegrino flow. One six plus one six plus one six plus one six plus one six minus one six minus one six minus one six minus one six plus one six plus one six plus one six plus one six. The one six and the minus one six represent the up quark and the down quark connection. So now we can build the lattice structure between the bonds, the bonds between the up quark and the down quark. 
and they represent the up cork and the down cork connection. Up cork bond, down cork bond, up cork equals a proton. Therefore, the Borgerino charge is 1,6 plus 1,6 plus 1,6 equals 1 half. For the left side, and 1,6 plus 1,6 plus 1,6, or 1 half for the right side. A proton, a proton twist flow charge of 1. So now we have structure. We not only have the quark and the twister, but we also have the structure. In flow theory, proton twister energy levels replace electron energy levels. So in the past, there's been this explanation of the multiple states of the electron, and there's been companies like um, Blacklight that have said that they've come up with a new theory of, I think they said 35 different states of the electron. We can explain those different states from flow theory. Proton twister energy levels replace the electron energy levels. The torque twister pump moves along the path of a closed loop called the bond flow path. Okay, helium. Helium four. Two protons plus two neutrons. So we have two UUDs for the protons plus 2UDD for the neutrons, where U equals 4 times 1, 6. Now, the 1, 6 being the twister. So 1U equals 4 times uh, 1, 6, which would, would um, give us four, four twisters. And the D being two negative twisters or one-sixth charge. Every U quark is connected to a down quark. So if I take U plus D, I get four-sixths minus two-sixths equals two-sixths or one-third. That's my charge. Two protons top and bottom connect to two neutrons, one on the left and one on the right. UD connection at the corners. A neutron flow loop is formed between the two neutrons, U-quarks with one-third charge. So now I've explained not only the structure, but the charge that is flowing through the quark structure. The Earth is being continuously refilled with Borgerino particles via the gravitational Borgerino flow. Each Borgerino particle with a universal energy T equals 2.5K. Matter is a cosmological, cosmotic insulation storing trapped energy. That's interesting. As matter now is a function of energy, so we see E equals MC squared plus the kinetic energy of the system and we define now matter as an insul uh, insulation that stores trapped energy. And so when those energy is released, you have matter um, releasing that energy. 
because it's trapped within the matter itself. Continuous consumption of the bar Carino is the missing heat source for the Earth's excessive excess Earth's excess heat. So we can explain Earth's excess heat in terms of Bargarino energy. The Earth is slowly expanding at 2.5 centimeters per year. The continental drift is pushing the plates apart further uh, apart rather than creating more collisions of the plates. Hmm. The Earth will become a star. Planets are stars in seed. The hexagonal quark lattice is the stable temperature THQL, where one up quark bonds with three down quarks with one-sixth external gravitational flow. So now within the mass, we can explain gravitational also as an energy. So we've said that mass, um, that gravity is a form of gravitational flow through the hexagonal quark lattice. The lattice combines in a hexagonal pattern of U and D connections at the junction. If the star temperature increases above T, HQL, then quark bonds start to break apart. The surface of the sun is comprised and compromised and solar flares result. Explains the electrical effects that are occurring because we said that matter is an insulator that traps energy. And so it releases that energy. The um, if it if the temperature increases above TQL, the quark bonds start to break. The increased contact of the surface of the sun increases the radiation and the cooling off of the hot spot. The lost layers of quarks are replaced by deeper layers of the quark lattice. If the star temperature drops below THQL, then quarks combine into matter, protons, helium neutrons, and chemical elements, iron. That explains why we have iron, not through nuclear, um, um, transmutation, but through temperature. Matter on the sun is not the result from fusion. That's what I'm saying. The matter insulation decreases the radiation levels of the sun. The quark twister pumps of energy and Borgerino create more quarks. So we can, I think we can rule out that iron is the result of supernovas at the time of the Big Bang. We can also rule out the idea that the Big Bang is factual. We can dismiss that and say that the Big Bang is was a theory and probably a false theory. And according to quark theory, that the matter, the matter insulation decreases the radiation levels of the sun. The quark twister pumps of energy and the Borgerinos create more quarks. So... Um, The quark theory is explaining quark twister pumps of energy, energy through the universe is creating quarks and quarks is creating matter. 
Stellar luminosity is the indicator of stellar insulation layer thickness and the temperature and pressure of the star. Planets need an insulation layer to keep the hexagonal quark lattice at optimal temperatures. When quarks build up, they be, could come to the surface and recombine into matter, constructing fill-up magma chambers and cause volcanic eruptions. Hmm. According to flow theory, gravity is mechanical. So we can dismiss string theory for gravity. We can dismiss um, multidimensional explanations for gravity and we can just go to flow theory uh, to explain gravity as a mechanical process gravitational flow is created by a hexagonal quark lattice which it therefore should be predictable the hexagonal quark lattice has one up quark and three down quarks so three up quark twister flows are bound are bound to three down Quark twisters, leaving one twister for gravity. How is the neutron twister created? The neutron up quark with energy two-thirds is bound to two downward quarks via two twister flows with an energy of one-sixth. A twister flow with energy one-third is two-thirds minus two times one-sixth for the neutron twister, which is a charge of zero. Uh, which is internal to the atom. The two neutron up quark twister flows combine to form the neutron twister, which holds the atom together and does not have external twister flows. The neutron, one, minus one, six, bound, bound with the proton, one, minus one, six, plus one, six, plus one six plus one six minus one six one six plus minus one six bound with the proton. So you have the neutrons that are pro uh, one and you see the bond of proton and proton and then neutron two and so we get now helium four which is two protons and two neutrons. So the two neutron down quarks are connected to the two up quarks of each of the protons. It explains kind of the structure based on their charges. Neutron one twister flows combined with neutron two twister to form a neutron twister of one third flow. Black holes emit radiation. The Borglarino particles enter the black hole and radiation escaping. The quarks are breaking down under temperatures above the hexagonal quarks lattice threshold. T equals HQL. LENR occurs when special circumstance exists causing the electromagnetic and the weak nuclear reaction breakdown. The flow bond molecule between quarks makes more sense. If the quark twister pump configurations change, then the flow charges change and the structure of the atom changes because a proton becomes a neutron. For a neutron to become a proton, one of the up quarks must become a down quark. How could that happen? We have to look at the mechanical forces creating the electromagnetic field according to flow theory. 
According to flow theory, the concept of the electron is replaced with the flow theory of twister flow. Electrical and magnetic fields are created by oscillations of the twister flow. The oscillations between the blurring particles in the twister flow collide with the free borgerinos around the atom. The free borgerino particles surround the twister flow begin to vibrate at the same frequency of the twister flow. So it has kind of this Higgs-Bonson theory here of uh, resonance. The vibrations dampening intensity over distance, the square of the distance decreases in intensity. The electromagnetic forces are created by synchronizing oscillations of twister flows. The weakening of the electromagnetic field is the result of disruption in the oscillations within the nanometer distance. Hence explaining how LENR is possible. So what you have is you have these catalysts that you're adding and you see these breakdowns in the electromagnetic forces due to um, synchronized oscillations in the twister's flow. I think there's a new theory that can replace Higg-Bonson.